Welcome to the Cap City Outfitters Podcast. This is episode 215. Once again, you have Chris and Brian. Today, we're going to talk about what it looks to be competent as a shooter with a handgun uh, on the called defensive or duty side of the equation. Um, yeah, we'll just kind of get into it. Yeah, um, th- th- this came from a question, right? This yeah, is somebody. Th- so th- this came from a, a question of, I want to get a concealed carry permit, but I want to be safe doing it. And then the, my response was, hey, like you should go do a class. And then it wasn't like, oh, this won't necessarily make you competent, but it'll make you safe and probably give you the baseline fundamentals of where to go. To build uh, from. To build from. Yeah. Uh, I know my, personally, like my expectations of what it looks like to be actually competent with a handgun have changed dramatically over probably the last 10 years. Yes. I'm guessing yours have as well. Yes, for sure. Uh, yeah, so we'll just kind of get into maybe like what we look at as actually competent versus maybe what the larger world looks at as competent with a handgun. Absolutely. I mean, and there's there's a, there's a you know, when you brought this up as a topic, I'm like, that's a big topic. That depends on where you're standing. Um, you know, there's what does, what does OPADA, the Ohio Police Officer Training Academy, say is competent with a firearm is being able to place you know, some percentage of 25 shots on a fairly large target at varying distances with fairly loose time hacks. Very, very loose time yeah, hacks. I, yeah. But I'm just saying, I mean, that's, and that's, that's what the Ohio Police Officer Training Academy qualification, which would be the thing that would define if you were competent with a handgun as a law enforcement officer in Ohio, um, is it, it, to my mind, is like, is a very, very low bar. Yeah. It's very accomplishable, and if that's if that's that's what Apata, that's what Ohio, the state of Ohio says is competent by law legally. Um, I, I think there's a lot of steps between that and what a you know a GM Ipsic shooter is going to be competent based by their ability to compete with their peers. If you you know if you're getting smoked and you're getting your butt handed to you every match, then you're probably not competent as a GM. Maybe you're only competent as a master or as an A class shooter. Or maybe you're like me and you're B-class for life, you know, I mean, that kind of thing. Um, but there's a huge disparity between those two things for sure. Um, and understanding, you know, one is one is going to keep you alive in the streets and the other is going to, you know, win you big money on the competition circuit. Which might actually keep you alive on the which streets. Which might actually keep you alive on the streets. So, yeah, so, yeah, we look at this. when in, in this, in this, curiously enough, there's, I, I again, depends on where you're standing, depends on who you are. Um, and I think you kind of have to define for yourself what competence looks like, but I think there are, there are definitely folks out there who have set a very, very low bar and it's always interesting to me, um, especially with guys and especially with people who have been shooting, um, the, the look they give you when you say, well, you know, rather than buying, you know, your 43rd handgun that you don't shoot, you know, and that you carry like two days a year because you rotate into a new gun every day and carry a different gun every day, um, you know, what about taking that money and going and taking a two or three day class? So I, I don't, you know, so I mean, it definitely, it's always interesting to me how many guys will look at you like, well, I, I know how to shoot. It's like, well, yeah, you know how to, kind of how to pull the trigger, maybe, some of you. And maybe some hit of, the target. Yeah, and some, of you are, and some of you are super competent and some of you are not, and we all know who we are. You know, I mean, you can, you can look at your target next to a dude who's, better than you or not, or a dude that you're better than, right? And, and kind of evaluate those things. But setting a baseline is, it's a tough thing to do, because who's baseline? Yeah. 
So, um, you know, we talk about competence within the hard skills, and we talk about what we think some of those things should look like from a perspective of setting what are your what are your you know times on certain drills and stuff like that. You know, and we've gone over that before more than a few times. Um, what are we saying? A one one five. Um, you know, draw the first shot sub one five is probably competent. Yeah. <clears throat> um, there are probably a lot of places out there that, and from concealment, uh, you know, be, from concealment, yeah, sub from, one five. Um, so, you know, yeah, from from concealment, seven yards. Yeah. A zone hit. A zone hit sub one five. Yeah. Is is probably competent. Um, you know, good is 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 a nine point nine something. You know, that's that's good. That's fast. That's that's more than just competent. Um, and it maybe if you're going from a retention holster as a law enforcement officer, sub two, um, something like that, if you've got a triple retention, but I'm still going to say there's a lot of dudes out there that train that I would say are the guys that I would want coming to save me, um, that are, that are again, probably more than just competent are, are in that one five or less, even out of a safari land, ALS, SLS. I was just talking to one of our local guys and, you know, he's, he's pushing for one threes out of a safari land running both retention systems. Um, and is getting down around one, not consistently, but he's one, three, one, four consistently. That's pretty impressive for a double retention level three holster. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's more than just competent. Sub two is competent though, I would think, or, you know, as a general number, how many drills do we want to go into? How many metrics do we want to get into? Uh, I don't know. Some of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so to go back to the apodic wall, yeah. I would say, you know, running the apodic wall on a USPSA American target um, with half the time. Yeah. Like, if you can't clean it with that, then maybe you should reevaluate what you're doing. Absolutely. Um, when we shot it, we shot it in the dark. One of the times we shot it, we shot it in the dark. The time hacks were cut in half. We right. didn't even know what the time hacks were. We didn't even know were. the time hacks were. So yeah, we just we went told fast. what we were shooting. So we went fast. And we probably, and I'm going to say we shot it in, I don't know, a quarter of the time. Or probably less than like that even. I somewhere mean, between a quarter and a third of the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the dark. And we were shooting for the egg, which is yep. probably what, a three by six egg? Yeah. Four by eight, whatever. That The egg that's in the middle of one of those qualifiers. Smaller targets. than an A zone. Easily smaller than an A zone. And I don't think any of us dropped more than one or two shots out of the egg, much less off the target. Um, you know, so yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I don't have a problem saying I don't think I'm anywhere near the best shooter in the world and I have a ton of room for improvement, but I do feel like I'm competent in that regard. Okay. Yeah. If that's what we're looking at. A-Zone, yeah, I would say the Opata 25 shot qual, um, all A's, no drop shots, and literally half the time hack given would be competent. Yeah. Good might be significantly faster than that. Um, if you had a legit GM shooter or somebody like that, yeah. you know, they would probably burn that in a tenth. <laughs> I don't know, something ridiculous. So, uh, NRA 300 point qual, the old CPD qual, that was a 60 round 300 point qual. Um, I, 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 I'm going to say competence like 250, 260. Yeah, Competent. I'd even say like 270. Like yeah. if you can't Com pull 270 yeah. with. The sixty seconds for the first, yeah, three things. Yeah, all the time in the world. All the time in the world. Yeah. Yeah, competence. Okay, so competence two seventy, and then goods probably two ninety or better, which is completely doable. Um, it's completely doable because it's just the mental aspect of doing yeah. it. So yeah, um, 
Uh, what else? I mean, I'm trying to think. Um, what was the? What's the the? I would I almost say like really good. On that would be shooting the T ninety, but cutting the the initial thing down to thirty seconds. Yeah, I would agree with that because I don't know that I used all that time anyway. I mean, I don't know that I came even close to using all the time for the initial six, six, and six. Um, at long range, was not a big deal at all. So yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I'm trying to think of what what's the what's the 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 drill or the set of quals that came out of like Pranka and X-Ray Alpha and the D-Boys and it has the running and the... Oh, the uh, the CQB assessment drill. So that's legit. Yeah. Leave, that's leave that le one alone. That That's legit. <laughs> if you're, and I'm saying if you're doing that, you're more than just competent. That is, that is very skilled and very fit. And it's one thing to be fit. You know, you can be old and beat up and not be fat, um, but to be athletic and be able to move, you have to be able to move to do that. Um, so that's not just the gun. That's a, if you can run that, I'm saying you're a stud. I'm saying you're way more than competent. Um, you know, and I don't know that there are a couple of pieces of that I can do close to the time hack. And then there's a couple of pieces of it where you're running and stuff where my, my old chubby butt <laughs> is wasn't, I'm, I'm yeah. 20 to 30% over on some of those. So I think, you know, and when you, when you initially brought, when you initially brought that to the table, that was like, uh, I'll get out of here. And then to watch a couple people that aren't kids get really close and make some of the hacks. And to make some of it myself was like, okay, this is doable. And it's like a lot of that stuff where you look at what really good is, really good's a lot harder than competent sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't know. Like, I know some of the other quals really aren't impressive at this point. Um, the old, uh, the Pat Rogers Navy qual at the time seemed pretty impressive yeah this is a the just to bring this back around for podcast listeners yeah the cqb assessment from x-ray alpha is a rifle and pistol thing yes i'm um, gonna shoot both and then the pat rogers navy well, where, did, where did the cqb is, assessment come from uh, it came from the unit okay yeah yeah d boys yeah yeah okay and then the pat that's rogers. All, the navy calls also <clears throat> a uh, rifle centric Qualification. I don't think you even use a pistol on that one. I think that's all rifle. That could be. That yeah. could be. I'm just thinking from a hack perspective. The same just... with like the Musoc qual yeah. thing that he used to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, not. That would be one of those like if you can if you can ace it both the Navy qual and the yeah the Musoc thing um, like cold then you're probably competent. Yeah. yeah. But there's still there's ways to do that a lot better than just absolutely. Being, there's ways to definitely make that Clean more it. challenging, you know, and again, the time hacks are pretty loose. Um, and anyway, so, I mean, pushing that through, those are, those are some definitely some baselines to look at. Um, the old air marshal call for handguns. The old air marshal call was, was freaking legit. legit. Yeah, yeah, was legit. Um, uh, passed that call a couple of different times uh, when we had uh, the guys from Risk Taker, uh, Doc, uh, and... and uh, Greg, I can't think of Greg's nickname, call sign, either way. But anyway, uh, Greg was one of the instructors like for the Smith & Wesson Academy. And Doc is one of the guys who was involved initially in helping. He worked with, with Pannone or whomever to help stand up the that fan program post 9-11 after it kind of got neutered a little bit. Um, but they changed a lot of things that they did. But the pre-9-11 Air Marshal's qual was legit. That was a tough qual. 
Um, and like I said, shot it a number of times. I think only passed it a couple. I don't know that yeah. I passed it every time. And it was funny because um, I know that that Doc used to talk about guys. It was you know shoot. It was shoot to eat. If you didn't qual, you weren't eating. And there were literally guys throwing up in trash cans before they went on the range because it scared the hell out of a lot of people. It was tough. It was legit. So um, Google that. It's out there. It's yeah. out there. But it's it, the old fam qual, not post nine eleven. Yeah. Was a different beast. Uh, the pistol assessment thing that Mike Pannone's got on his website is actually based pretty closely on the old Air Marshal call. Okay. Um, so if you can't find the Air Marshal call, go to CTT Solutions and get the like the pistol assessment thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one's pretty good too. Absolutely. Um, I, I know there are probably some other quals out there that you know we should be talking about. I just don't know. They're not coming to my mind. It's like what they are. Uh, but those are some, I think those are some really good baselines that kind of run the gamut of ridiculously easy to, holy cow, you better have your shit squared away to do this. Um, and they're a lot of fun. And we, you know, we try and grab some of these quals and do this stuff, you know, a couple times a year, go play around with some quals, even if it's not a training night, if it's on our own or as a small group or whatever, and kind of see where you sit in this stuff. And it's really no different than on a training night running some of the drills and saying, hey, here's the baseline what we're looking at when we talk about times uh, with you guys on what we're doing with some of the different drills and stuff like that, that's it, setting that baseline and, and trying to define what we want to see, what we consider competent for us. Um, drills, let's go to drills. Uh, build drill. Yeah, um, two and a half from concealment. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm, or, saying, I'm, I'm saying competence three, sub yeah. three. Um, and then good is under two and a half, and then the you know, and then again, possible's under two. Possible's under two. It's, it's been done. Um, you know, I talk about I talk about Vinny. Uh, you know, Vinny Diarman at Monsoon um, has done sub two build drills a number of times, and every time I every time I watch a video, watch them do one, it's like, God bless, he makes that look easy. And it's that hard skills, but you're not you are not leaving anything on the table. Your draw strokes, fast, perfect, efficient. Um, your grip is on par where it needs to be, and you're and you're doing everything just right visually too. So, um, sub sub three for competent, sub two possible, and I'd say two and a half is good. Um, and there's some things you can do very quickly if that's not a drill you've done to shave some time off. When we broke down the draw stroke stuff and did some other yeah. things, you know, I was able to really kind of shave some off that pretty quickly. It's not something that I necessarily practice. I don't I don't they use a build drill as an assessment, not as a practice. Per se, yeah. Um, so yeah, to build on the build drill, um, the MXAD drill, okay, like competent, I would say is sub four for con from concealment. Okay, um, good is like probably three and a quarter. Yeah, and then yeah, anything under two and a half is really good. Yeah, smoking, that's smoking. And again, you can break all this down. Um, just think of it at transition time. You know, you just look at it as transition time split time is you know point two or point two five here, point two five, point two five, point two five. Is moving pretty good. Point yep. two, point two, point two is is holy shit. You're a master class shooter, um, doing that. So you know, break it down and look at the number of shots fired, number of transitions. They should be splits and transitions should be almost the same depending on distance and whatnot. But working if you're within say ten yards on a drill, there you are. Um, old school, El Prez. Yeah, competent under eight. Yeah. Um, good, probably around six. I, I'm gonna leave competent at ten. Okay. I'm gonna leave competent at ten because a lot of uh, that's 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 always been the metric, is that like hey if you know if you're gonna come shoot X Y Z class, 
this is an advanced class. You need to be able to shoot a El Prez in under 10 seconds. You know, it's always been in that, in that, and to those of you that are more than competent, you're chuckling right now. To those of you that are, that are riding the edge of competency or less, um, you're going, mm, I don't know. Let's go try that. Um, take your timer. It, it, yeah. it, if, if you'll find out how good you are pretty quick. Uh, what's, there are some really fast dudes out there on an El Prez. Um, really fast is like, what, six? No, really, Sub, fast, really to, fast today would probably be like somewhere around four. So you're saying a one second reload, one second draw, or two seconds, right? Yeah. And then and then you're and then you're going six shots on three targets, and two 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 and two. Um, you, you know, yeah, I'd say if you're because you're pulling point, it, you're pulling point three per target. Yep. And the guys that are doing that, they're doing the transitions between targets in point two. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah, you're looking at one one second per array. Yeah. With the one second reload, so yeah, it's in a, a one it's second a four trail. second trail. Yeah. So I mean, if you're, you know, the guys who can walk on water are four seconds. Yeah. Fast, fastest probably six, um, you know, and then competence probably ten, you know, or, or eight, whatever. I don't care, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Figure out what you think it. Is. Go run it and see what you think it should be. Because me, it might be yeah. competence should be fifteen seconds <laughs> if I'm having a bad day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you can do the reload from the trick, would be doing a really fast reload from concealment. Yeah. And not fumbling that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if the draw's on point, yep. like the shooting's not, the shooting with the L press shouldn't be the challenge. No, because it's, it's, really, it's a meter it's apart. A, it's the turn and the gun handling yeah. and getting the reload done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and like I said, there's, there's a billion of these. Um, the one that's a little bit bass backwards that I, I don't like using as a, as a real world metric so much as just a gun handling metric, uh, fast drill. Um, yeah, you know the fast drills. You know uh, that's that's uh, Todd Green PistolTraining.com, um, and and yeah, ten seconds is competent. Yeah, seven seconds you're pretty good, and then five under five, five under five you really know what you're it's doing. It's legit. Yeah. It's legit. And the the thing with the and with that that is one that specifies cold, um, and you got to run it twice in a row. Or two out of two out of three times. Is it two out yeah. of three? Okay, yeah, I knew it. you had to, you had to do it twice. I just did, okay, I didn't know it's two out of three. But either way, you, but it, but cold. Yes. Walk on the range. Hey, we're doing this. Um, yeah. And it, that's that's a come to Jesus in five seconds if you can get there. So that's good stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd say on the hard skills on the hard skills side of things, um, being able to mentally make the shift, kind of without thinking about it, between reactive and <laughs> predictive shooting. Yes. Um, there's yeah. there's a level of competency that just kind of happens once you can you can make that shift on demand yeah yeah and that's and that's an interesting conversation all by itself um you know we were just having the conversation around how some of these things are are you you can't cheat them you have to buy them you have to do the work you have to you or you can't buy them you have to do the work you can't you have to earn it and some of this stuff you have guys who put in a lot a lot a lot of time training for something to just kind of fall into place and for some guys, like it's that visual aspect of shooting. Um, physically, their eyesight, their acuity is good, their reflexes are good, their strength, their grip strength is good, the ability to move is solid and all those things, but still not focusing on on the target like you should be, not being target focused and doing some of those things are things that like, it's, it's not even an, an aha moment. It's like you go out and you earn it, you practice, you dry fire, you shoot, you do all the things you're supposed to do. And at some point, you you're like, oh, Oh, I'm doing it. 
okay. And there's only one way to get there. Yeah. So, um, what else, I'm trying to think of other drills, and because, like I said, there are a billion of these that you could throw out there. Um, what's the there's there's a couple that come out of that X-ray Alpha stuff where you're like at different distances. Um, with the handgun where you're drawing and you're changing gears and doing some of that stuff too. Yeah, like accelerator would be one yeah. kind of like that. Um, I don't know if that's from him or if that's actually like a wants it drill or okay. a stagger drill. One of those guys. Um, but it comes out of the practical shooting training group okay. tribe of folks. Yeah. Um, yeah, accelerator is a really good one. Um, you got to target it. I don't, I mean, well, I guess like five or seven, one at 15, and then one at 25. Yeah. And you're doing two shots on each, a reload at the end and then coming back okay. or you start at the end and come forward and then go back but there's it's basically six shots to reload and then six more shots yeah um that one yeah accelerators are a really good drill for forcing you to change between not only reactive and predictive shooting but also the level of confirmation you need on the target yeah um, so it puts a lot of skills together all at the same time yeah yep so yeah and again, thinking of these as things to things to practice because they put things together, they tie things together, and they make you do all the things or certain right things correctly um, without much forgiveness. Um, kind of the push here mentally. If you look at a, a lot of instructors, a lot of reputable instructors, not all, but a lot of them have a, like a coin set of drills or a coin drill or something like that. And so any of those that are out there that somebody's saying, hey, you know, here's what you got. To, some of those can be party tricks, but not all of them necessarily. And those yeah. are all going to be beyond. Those are all going to be beyond competent, and they're going to be at that good level, almost almost across the board. But be careful with some of those because some of them are. A lot of them are party tricks. They're party tricks. Yeah, I mean, some of them are party they're, tricks. They're you know, not, not all. Not all. For but the magic some, underwear. Yeah, exactly. And that's you know, shoot, I like that. I've not think I've ever heard that. Um, I thought I was wearing them. Uh, but yeah, you know, that kind of mentality, but you know, looking at some of that stuff, it, going out and chasing down some of the metrics that are commonly used, it, it, it's, it's always fun to compare yourself to that and often humbling, unfortunately for me, but um, interesting in that regard. So again, defining competence, um, you know, d look deep inside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are, you know, we, we harp a lot on specific resources that we're currently using um, but without going to a class, if I'm going to go chase down, what are some things I can do to get better? Like right now to start right now and start doing the work. Um, yeah. On the pistol side, uh, practical shooting training by Ben Stager and Joel yeah. Park. Yeah. Um, it is the white book. It is yeah. the textbook for modern practical pistol shooting. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. When that came out two years ago, it made everything else obsolete. Yeah across the board yep um hard skills book i mean that's just that's it that is that is the bible for hard skills yeah um what they are it defines the metrics for them and it gives you some guidance on how to get there and again there's no cheating you have to yeah. learn it and depending on the level of the on the depending on your personal level of shooting um, it gives you the right corrections um yeah. for what you're probably doing wrong yeah because um, they they kind of go over here's mostly like what we see in classes yeah. for how people are you know messing this up with rounds on target like this is what's going on with the grip here's how to fix it and yeah. then as you progress as a shooter kind of the nuance of the corrections change yeah um because you're chasing 
finer refinements. Yep, more efficiency, more efficiency, more efficiency. Yeah. So, um, so that's that's the book. There are some other books around that. There's like that dry fire, dry fire, dry reloaded. fire reloaded. Um, but if it, it, isn't it kind of? It's kind of now. Yeah, there's a lot of dry fire exercises in practical shooting training. Um, if you're just gonna buy one, um, buy practical shooting training. Yeah. If you're really chasing stuff, the dry fire reloaded book's interesting. Okay. Uh, but it is definitely a supplement to practical shooting training. Okay, cool. Um, and yeah. for those of you that are rifle centric, there's there's a rifle version either that just yeah, dropped or is coming out. Adaptive rifle came out uh, about six months ago, maybe a little bit more than six months ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, really, really good. Um, another book by Ben Steger and Joel Park. Yeah. Um, yeah, highly recommend Adaptive Rifle if you're doing carbine stuff yeah. out through from five to 100 yards. Yeah. Maybe a little further. Um, but yeah, go go fast, practical defensive carbine. Um, mm -hmm. Adaptive Rifle is the book for that. And if you were going to go, <coughs> pardon me, to social media and and try and watch some stuff, whether it's whether it's YouTube, whether it's uh, you know, going on IG and watching some videos, um, you know, just to kind of see what some of these look like, not in writing, but in practicality and yeah. practice, you know, our uh, X-Ray Alpha is, is, is Matt Pranka. Yeah. Pranka's got some good stuff on his YouTube. Yeah. Um, just search for X-Ray Alpha. And then also on YouTube, um, Ben Stager and Once It Kim yeah. have several like full class video dumps yeah. uh, from their skills and drills. And then their like handgun fundamentals uh which having done their handgun fundamentals class the one day version of that class um is like oh goodness this is uh -huh. the difference between like high school driver's ed and then going up to mid-ohio and doing a driving class yeah um yeah cool. it will it will take you to places you did not know you could go exactly um and there's you know so there's a, and there's a lot of guys pushing this stuff too uh, from a perspective of watching some of these videos, but they're putting out, those guys are putting out easily accessible content that anybody can watch and get an idea of kind of what's going on. It's still not going to give you necessarily the nuance of going to the class and having somebody address your specific needs. Um, and they're, you know, if you're looking at that, those same guys do classes, do training. Yep. Um, unfortunately, most of Prankus stuff at X-Ray Alpha is not open enrollment. Most of it's military and law enforcement geared. Um, occasionally, you know, somebody sneaks by, um, and lucky bastards that they are. Um, but in general, uh, the other guys, you know, they do open enrollment classes for anybody. When you start looking at open enrollment classes, um, somebody else, I think that is at least around Ohio on a regular basis, um, is Jed Linsky yeah. with the Modern Samurai Project. Um, and then there are some other guys in that space too, um, you know, that I haven't, that I haven't trained with personally but I, I hear a lot of good things like the guys at Achilles um, are doing some high level pistol stuff that sounds like maybe, you know, it's bleeding off. This, all this is bleeding off in the same places. It's, it's GM type shooters taking this and applying it to a practical world view and going from there, Yeah. you know, and, and getting that information out there. Um, but there's a lot of places you hear positives from, you know, guys like um, Pannon, I think, put a really practical edge on the training. I'm trying to think of who's the the tall lanky dude. Um, l l let it do. Yeah, um, Frank Proctor. Frank Proctor. Yeah, Proctor. Again, uh, a, a former operator, now competitive shooter, and is out doing this stuff too. You know, there's there's uh, there's a lot of places to go from a resource perspective. If you want to go take the class, where else? 
Yeah. Uh, TDI Ohio down in Southwest Ohio. Yeah. If you're looking for that, I'm not quite sure how to draw the pistol. Yeah. Um, you know that they're the, um, I hope Ian doesn't slot me at some point. Yeah. But they're the high school driver's ed yeah. for handgun stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, they'll get you to the point where you're safe and comfortable. Yeah. Uh, and give you a foundation on which to, to go beyond that. Yeah. Um, yeah, going to, like, going to Steger, going to Pranka, yeah. um, Pannone, like, all those guys are really expecting somebody showing up at their class, yeah. has their draw strokes squared away, yeah. has their grip, you know, can do most drills. They can describe the drill, and they expect you to be able to just do it. Yeah. And then they're going to work on refining it. Um, TDI is where you go when you're like, I have no idea how to get the gun out of the holster. Yeah, I've never done this before ever. Yeah. Um, and and I and I don't think that's a slap in that, and that's not that's not a slap in the face to TDI. They do two different things. Um, TDI also has those advanced classes, um, and and to their credit, TDI for a long time had a reputation as being old school, just fundamentals old school. Yeah. Um, the guys down there, you know, are aware that things have changed in this space in the training space, and they are adapting. Um, to to you know some of the newer ways of codifying and teaching this stuff. Um, so you know even though TDI kind of has that old school vibe, there there are legit some dudes there that can shoot and can teach, and they're teaching the more modern stuff as well at those more advanced levels. Uh, and I think they're building the foundational stuff too is around that same modern idea of the shooting being the visual thing um, and and not being you know, the old school police um, cadet academy class kind of yeah. fundamental, you know, trigger reset, blah, 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 kind of stuff. You know, they're definitely embracing that modern era um, and, and getting into that as well. So that's, you know, if, if you're thinking of TDI as old school, they're they're definitely in a different game now than they were 20 years ago. So bear that in mind. Yep. Um, everybody else locally hosts all the other schools host yeah. um, uh, Xenia PD. Um, there's one of the lieutenants out there, Lon Etchison. Uh, Lon and, and that agency, they they have a really nice facility out in the county there. And they, I don't know if it's Green County or, uh, but they host um, a number of, like Scott Jedlinski and yeah. some of these big names. Uh, the guys up at... Um, Alliance Police Training. Alliance. Yeah. yeah, they're bringing in good people all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, and, well, and then like the Southington... Hunt Club, it, yep. you know, I don't know what it's called now. Salington Four Wheel, Salington Off Road. They host some big events and some training opportunities up there too. Have some good names in. There's definitely places to go. Uh, it's kind of cool to see some of the police entities that are bringing some of these folks in too. Nice to see those police entities that are bringing in really good trainers, both for the LEOs and then some that's open enrollment for the local civilians in the, to get into as well. Yeah. Kind of cool. So yeah, yeah. There's a lot of resources for this. Um, at times, it almost feels like it's there's too many to, to touch on them all and give everybody credit where credit's due. Um, but there's some there's some neat stuff going on in this space. But the world's definitely changed in the last decade, even in the last three years. Yeah. So if you yeah. you know if you haven't gone and done a class from a high level instructor in the last few years, especially a handgun class, it's it's definitely going to be a different it's going to be a different vibe. So hold on tight. So yeah. the future is now, old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. On that note, as we come across cool and interesting things, uh, we try to get them post up to our social media. You can follow us along on Facebook at Cap City Outfitters and on Instagram as Cap City Outfitters too.
uh, on our website, capcityoutfitters.com, you can find information such as how to do an FFL transfer or how to purchase a suppressor via our storefront over at uh, silencershop.com. And then also on the website, you can sign up for our email newsletter that comes out once a week or drop us an email to info at capcityoutfitters.com and we'll add you to the newsletter list. Then we're here in Hilliard, Ohio. We're at 4465 Cemetery Road. We're in front of the Aldi's. We're directly next to Louis Fusion Drill. We're here 10 to 5, Tuesday through Friday, and then 10 to 3 on Saturdays, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks for tuning in.